Welcome to Shaping E-Commerce with Iron Plane. This is where we talk about e-commerce development, solutions, digital marketing, and all things e-commerce. Be sure to check out the description below each video to find additional resource links and show notes. We upload new videos each day. Please like and subscribe to our channel. In this episode of our e-commerce tech series, our team discusses user experience research. They deep dive into the extensive UX research process during the early discovery phase and discuss the value of UX audits and code reviews when it comes to e-commerce development. Today in this session, we're going to be talking about user experience and our own process that we go through with our clients and that could be used by other people listening to this uh, session. And we've talked about breaking out our UX process into three major components. One is the research component, one is the design component, and one is the implementation component. So first we're gonna talk about the research component. Uh, in my own experience, this seems to be the one that is kind of not really appreciated for its value. And it strikes me as like the core of everything that you do in UX. But if you could explain a little bit more of our process, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Danuta. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So uh, our process is not uh, something linear and we uh, really often jump between different steps. But usually we start our process with a kickoff meeting with our clients. Uh, we are preparing a list of questions we want to ask them, mostly related to uh, their users, their business, their expectations from our work and uh, also about their competitors and stuff like that. Uh, after that, we are starting investigating current site or app. Uh, so we are doing UX research uh, audit. And in this uh, audit, we are uh, doing data analytics like Google and Hotjar to see how people behave on this uh, site or app and um, how uh, the flow look, looks like. And also we are doing cognitive work through like we are trying to go by ourselves through this site. We are creating uh, some kind of task and try to uh, uh, try to do this and point any issue we spot in this process. We also take a look on uh, general uh, UX of this site or app, like uh, to a particular uh, pages, for example, homepage, and we try really deeply analyze the key views. Uh, after that, we are also analyzing current information architecture, which is a really important uh, map for all of this uh, service. And we are, um, with all the knowledge we had, uh, we gathered before, we try to optimize uh, this uh, information architecture. And then we are going to design part and maybe Clara will want to say something more. 
Um, yeah, I think Danuta covered a lot of the activities we might do in the discover in that discovery early research phase because, like Tim said, I totally agree. It's an underestimated part of the process and it extends beyond even our design and UX team. Um, for example, our development team might do a code review and analyze where are their weaknesses in the code, where are there, where are the performance issues coming from. Because UX is so much more, it's, you know, it goes beyond just the design and the visual. It goes into the code and the performance. And so it's really a almost company-wide process where we really want to get to know this business and get to know this website as much as possible. You know, it's really, you know, I mean, how can we expect to start improving this website if we don't truly understand their business, their business model, you know, their value, the value they provide to their customers. So for me, this stage is absolutely crucial because we we have to ask the client those questions. We have to really uh, crystallize uh, one vision goal for this project and this work. Like what we are, what are we working towards? And um, all those activities Danuta has just mentioned. You know, it's really just about. It's really all coming down to learning as much as possible about the users, about the website, because that's the only way to start uncovering. Okay you know, this is where the website is weak. This is where users are coming into issues. This is where the experience is not as smooth as it could be. So um, I think exploring all that research and, you know, making sure it's documented to look back on maybe in the design and implementation stage is really, really critical. And, uh, you know, the the one sort of... Uh aspect of this phase that that I usually play a role in is, um, you know, setting expectations. So like the big, you know, the big uh, goal here is yeah, gathering information that the UX team needs to perform their actual work. But part of it is also just setting expectations in terms of you're going to have some clients who are very excited to, you know, dive in and their, their expectations are that they're going to make a bunch of changes and see some immediate impact and and you know all their KPIs go up on their <laughs> increases like crazy and all these immediate things. And then on the flip side, you're gonna have some clients who are incredibly skeptical, um, you know, up front and they're saying, you know, thinking, oh, it's this is a waste of time. It's not gonna work. They're gonna put in, you know, minimal effort or something like that. Um and who end up being pleasantly surprised at the end of it all. So um, you know, uh, you never know what people's expectations are going to be. Um, it can be hard to set expectations, um, you know, based on the fact that you're just then gathering information, but um, it's also just important to give people a, a, an understanding that, you know, they may not see goal, you know, their, their goals met immediately on day one after launching these new updates. Um, yeah. Just getting across the message. And I, I think one of the other elements that I've I've always been um, I found important to kind of convey also to the client is how important their role is and how important their customers are. So it's not like you guys just go into a room and you do all your research and you come out with a solution. Like we depend so heavily in this research phase on those two groups, right? I mean. Can you maybe touch on a little bit of why those interactions are so critical? So I think what both you and Jared mentioned are really important, especially what Jared mentioned about, you know, some clients being a bit skeptical. 
um, and some clients having some strange expectations. Um, so first of all, yes, a lot of clients do want to jump straight into design and they want to see mock-ups. They want to see the prototype. And I mean, yeah, we could, we could skip all the research and go straight to it. But what they're doing, what I'd like to try to communicate is that you're increasing the risk dramatically, that in the coding stages and in later stages, you're going to have to spend a lot more money fixing some problem or, or addressing some issue we could have identified way earlier on the process. So I'd like to try to communicate it to the client in terms of their investment and what they're going to get out of that and the risk level. And in terms of the expectations, um, yeah, we're very, we try to be as clear as possible in, you know, what will actually be delivered, what the purpose of this thing is. And the, and as Danuta mentioned, very importantly, that it's a cyclical process. So this is an ongoing, we need to test if things are successful and then readdress those issues. You know, we can come up with a million ideas to solve your issues, but, you know, there's no 100% guarantee that that the one idea we end up implementing will solve all the problems. But that's the point. It's a continual cycle of feedback, testing and improvement. And I think in, in considering customers, it's, it's important that, you know, uh, we don't just trust somebody saying, oh, we know our customers, we know what they're saying. No, I mean, in most cases, you know what your angry customers are saying, but you may not know what your, you know, customers who love their experience yeah. uh, thought about that experience. So it is important to get in front of the actual customers and not just uh, customer yeah. service. Yeah. And Tim, what you mentioned about the interaction with the client, um, I just remind myself, um, it is absolutely critical. And it's actually quite funny that sometimes we will have an interaction where the client will be a bit hesitant to provide all that information, to open their business up to us and really open their information and their customers to us. When I think that this is sometimes, I'm not sure why clients do that because it really, honestly, for me, it is in their best interest. Like I have, the whole purpose of my work is to put their customers and their business at the top of my priority list. And the more they can open up to us, it's only going to make my solutions, my work easier, better, more effective. And so uh, this is why I do, obviously, yeah, the clients fall on a spectrum, of course, but I often find that the clients who are much more open will give us, you know, will are much, even just chatty, having better discussions about their customers, telling us how they feel, what they've said to them, anything. It doesn't even have to be directly relevant. Anything. Um, can make our work way better. Great, thank you. So, um, does that you think sufficiently capture the the first phase of the project, which is the um, the research phase? I mean, I'm sure we could dig into it further, but is there anything else that uh, is important to mention regarding the research phase before we move on to the next stage? Mm, Clara, do you think? identifying conversion points should be in research or in design? Maybe just to link it back to the conversion rate optimization discussion. Um, I would say this is a good time in a collaboration to um, identify those business goals, like Danuta mentioned. And so if your business goal is, is only, I want to make more sales, that's okay, but that's a very broad goal. And, um, by helping the client, we'd like to try to work together to narrow that down to more specific goals that we can really address. So maybe it's just as a matter of, 
I want more sales on mobile because I feel like, you know, the mobile site is not performing as well as it could. And considering how many people are shopping on their phones or I feel uh, we have a lot of customers entering the checkout, but then not completing. So we want to make the checkout uh, a quicker process, an easier process, a smoother process. Those all kind of funnel into the same ultimate goal, which is the increase of that conversion rate. But as you can see, once you start defining particular areas to focus on, you can we can really direct our research into specific places. We can, you know, when Danuta is looking at Hotjar or analytics or um, talking to clients, she can really uh, she can actually have something to focus on rather than be overwhelmed with you know all the data. Because obviously we have a lot of information, but if we can start focusing that into specific niches or areas, um, it can make our solutions much more effective. Great. Okay. Thank you for going through the research phase. So um, in our next session, we'll be talking about the design phase and um, we'll look forward to um, doing that with you shortly. For more insights on how to improve your e-commerce website and for a free consultation, visit ironplane.com. Follow us on social media and like and subscribe below.